Thank you for joining the Underground Playground podcast with your hosts, Steve and Mike. We're bringing you the voices and the personalities of the physical culture world, so listen up. Yo, yo. Steve and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. How are you? Good, man. Awesome. What's going on? Yeah, I just, uh, let me walk out back here. I just got home a little while ago and uh, just waiting for you to call me, dude. <laughs> It's been a while, man. Yeah, man. We got to get a little bit better at being more consistent with this podcast thing. Yeah, we got a lot of people that want to jump on it. It's just a matter of finding the time and uh, just making it happen, really, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, that's like anything. Got to make the yeah. time. But sure. I was uh, I was just, like, thinking about, uh, I, you know what I'm, the level method is? Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, we signed up for that to do that in the gym. I kind of really like the idea behind it. I've been following them for a while and I'm super like kind of pumped to see if that, you know, that kind of that motivation and that, uh, the tracking and everything that goes along with it can kind of help mm-hmm. people get better results. I don't know. I'm going to see. Yeah, no, I, I talked to Nathan about, uh, well, I chatted with him a little bit. I know Eric real well. I know he's big into it. Nathan actually spawned from Eric's gym. Um, yeah, yeah. I just I talked to Eric uh, Leclerc the other day. Yeah, um, yeah. Seems seems good. I know those guys are big uh, OPEX guys, right? Um, and uh, it seems seems pretty legit, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, like the structure of you don't have to use their programming, although you know that might be a good idea. But um, you know, just yeah. the structure behind it, you know, rewarding people and giving them a level and showing them where they are. So we'll yeah, see. yeah, Those definitely. Problems. So what are, you, what are you guys doing down there? I saw you had the swim team in the gym the other day pushing that big ass freaking rig thing you got. <laughs> <laughs> the, the big Bob. Um, no, they come down every year. I got a East Michigan uh, swim team uh, last year. Yeah, they've been down. This is, I think, the fourth year. Um, so they kind of kind of sucks because um, they usually have the women and the men's team come down. I guess last year they did some budget cuts and they had to cut the, uh, the men's swim team. And, um, they actually cut the wrestling program hmm. standard. They're going to bring it back. I guess it was like a budgetary thing. Yeah. That's one of the things when being, standard. being down here in Florida in the winter time, like gyms and stuff down here, get a lot, like we get a lot of rowers in this area because of, uh, you know, banana and Indian river and, there's a big oh, yeah. giant like rowing club yeah. county, Brevard County uh, oars and paddles club, and they've got a lot of short term rentals mm-hmm. right nearby, and uh, so they got a big dock right on the river. They can you know launch out. So yeah, we see a lot of them this time of year. Oh yeah, you know the people from up north come down here for the nice weather. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's listen, the oh, weather's God. perfect down so here nice. right now, man. I mean it's. Tonight. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I get them down here, uh, this time of the year, we do like a little mini, mini camp form and, you know, it's, it's primarily uh capacity right. training. It's, it's all conditioning. I mean, obviously I'm not going to be doing any, any crazy lifts with them or anything like that, but, uh, they love it, man. And I'll tell you, <laughs> I was just talking about that on the, uh, on that private board that we're in, but swimmers are, they're like training the MMA fighters, man. They have no stop button, man. They're all 
they're all in. Like when they start moving, it's, it's like, you know, it's all in. Like they don't, uh, they don't back off. I mean, I had a couple of girls, they were like literally crying and they're still going. And I'm like, hey, back off, man. I mean, this isn't going to help you. You know, you got to chill, you know, you got to pace yourself. I mean, you know, I'm assuming that there are sprinters, you know, because the way they were going, they're just, they only had one gear and, and uh, I don't know, you know, it's as a coach, you know, a lot of people think it's all about just go, 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 push through it. But no, man, that's not the case. You know, you got to kind of fight with them to put the brakes on and pace it and know what's uh, a good training session well, and what's you, not. Yeah, if you've ever, you like, know, <laughs> been involved in swimming or seen a swimming practice. I mean, my only exposure to like, I guess you'd call it competitive swimming would be, you know, in the military and Marine Corps. But um, for these kids that, uh, yeah. swim competitively those their practice sessions are grueling from everything i've seen man it's just mm-hmm. you know they're on a clock the whole time mm-hmm. you know and it's and they're always yeah. building you know seems that way yeah yeah no uh well i can tell i mean i'm i don't have a i mean i've had a couple swimmers come in and train and and uh yeah i i see you know exactly what i can understand where you're coming from but uh <laughs> it's it was kind of – we got them for, like, another week or so, so they'll be in again in uh, tomorrow, I think, and it's pretty cool. Just kind of – you know, you try to teach them technique real quick. Obviously, you don't do anything crazy. I mean, I think we're doing, like, kettlebell swings and maybe some uh, wall balls and, um, you know, burpees. Air, air assault bike is always good, um, you know, rowing, stuff like that, and pushing the sled. Obviously, it's, uh, it's eye-opening for them because uh, – you know, they're really getting their, their legs were so smoked. A couple of them had a hard time walking for a while. You know, <laughs> the blood, the blood going There's to their a, legs. That's the, kind of the downside for swimming, right? Your upper body dominant the whole time, right? You know, you just mm-hmm. little kicks yeah. usually. So depending on what stroke yeah. you're swimming, but still, yeah. no matter what stroke, it's going to be upper right. body dominant for sure. Yeah. And you know what? Like, uh, you know, I don't get crazy because – you know, like there's some video and a couple people are like, oh, well, they're not squatting all the way down. Well, dude, they don't squat in a pool. Shut the fuck up. You know, I mean, Jesus Christ, they're they're getting a training session. We're working their capacity. Yeah, you, don't have- you know, don't don't start with your uh, three points of contact yeah. on their foot and, you know, squatting their hip crease. Got to be well, below the knee. I mean, that. it's like some some of these coaches. Yeah, some of these coaches are literally freaking brainwashed sometimes and they just don't get it. You know, this is this is more sports specific type training more than them doing a you know functional fitness competition where there's standards on their movement patterns and not only that they're already athletes and they're young you know i mean a couple of days of training while they're trying to learn you know range of motion or technique or whatever it's not going to kill them do that do that with a 50 year old um you know soccer mom who comes into your gym um who hasn't worked out in years, if ever, then then you're negligent. But, you know, with these kids, they're there for a short right. time. You can let – I mean, that's that, that form Nazi stuff. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a gigantic believer in proper technique, and everybody should learn it, and you should have ways to get Of course. There. But those are, that's when they're your clients. Yeah. You know? Well, let's talk about that. I mean, what is the goal here? Are you teaching them – is the goal teaching them exercise, or is the goal teaching them – uh, to move to kind of stimulate some sort of uh, lung capacity that you're trying to, uh, you know, get them better at, you know. So at that point, yeah, you know, in a perfect, perfect world, you know, and you'll see some of them, 
they've already been trained. They already know how to do full squat, and they're not leaning, tilting forward, and getting nasty. And listen, it's a freaking medicine ball, you know, 14-pound yeah. or a 10-pound medicine ball. You know, we're not talking about a one-rep max or a three-rep max on a front exactly. squat or a back squat, right? So, you know <laughs> – you got to draw the line. Well, yeah, I mean, they're going to, you know, know, it's like, okay, listen. Of, you know, like I said, they're you know. young and they're, and they're athletic. They just don't maybe understand the range yeah. of motion or haven't practiced it. They're not at a gigantic risk. But like to, And I'm only here. Yeah. I only have them for two weeks, right. so I don't you have know, time to really like, get too crazy with them. I got them, I got them for an hour to, uh, three times a week or whatever it was. And, and, then, and then here's the best part. Then they leave me and they go, they go you know, train right. in a pool for three hours. So, yeah. you know. That's like two days <laughs> in football back in the day. Right. You know, yeah. Go, go, yeah. show up early exactly. in the morning, get your ass killed, go eat lunch, come back and get killed again. Yeah. So it gets dark. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, you know, you eat and you and you kind of take a little rest and you're already recovered and ready to go because we're at that yeah. age, you know, where we well, can speaking recover of that, for the most um, part. You know, every New Year's resolution stuff. What are you uh, um, what are you working on for yourself, right? As gym owners, man, you know, it's tough to take care of ourselves, right? But uh, so what are you working <laughs> yeah. on towards yeah. um, yourself? <clears throat> Just uh, I'm, I'm starting to log my, my, my food again. And, uh, you know, I, I always tell even my clients that just being honest and logging your food intake usually really, really helps with your diet. Because, uh, you know, normally you'd grab a couple almonds or you'd grab something that you're not supposed to grab and just eat it because, you know, you know, you're not being held accountable. But the fact that now you got to write it yeah. down, now you got to log exactly. it. Well, so <laughs> they had makes a, you say it makes yeah, you kind of pass a, um, on it. I, I saw I read or it was maybe a video, an article, um, like a British um, weight loss type program. They had, uh, you know, people log their food intake and. But, but they actually, like, one way or another, they were able to really know. So they had the people log their intake, and they were able to prove that even people who were religiously logging their intake are still wildly inaccurate about what they're writing down, you know? So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that could be if you're not really, Or you, you know, forget, you know, and you <laughs> if you're not this at the end of the day to yeah. log it. Yeah, well, no, you can't do that. That's That's... You got to do it pretty much either right at that point or you have to, uh, you know, kind of do it uh, right after. Um, and, you know, I like uh, with me, I have the MyFitnessPal and most of the food, you know, it's basically the same food over and over and over again. You know, um, so what I kind of like is it's already there. And, yeah, you got to be careful because. You know, it may already be in a system where you might pick something and say, okay, there it is. But you got to make sure that that uh, logged in is the right, uh, you know, macros because it could, you know, yeah, it may be off. And I, a couple times that happened. You know what what I found works for that? We did that with people for challenges a while back is um, just Mm -hmm. just have them Mm -hmm. snap a picture of their plate and then, Mm -hmm. you know, send it to your private group or whatever it is you're using. Um, and then that way, you know, you got it all down, at least in a picture, you can pretty much estimate, you know, portion size and macros and stuff like that. And know exactly what you're eating. That works good. Yeah. <laughs> no, it does. But I'll tell you a funny story. It was kind of funny because I'm in the uh, and I'm not picking on this person and I'm not even going to, you know, I don't even know who they are. But they took a picture of uh, uh-huh. a big stack of bacon 
and they're like, and they're like, does this look like wow. 25 grams? And, uh, they basically, uh, everybody's like, no, it's not by weight. It's by grams of fat. So literally she had 25 grams of bacon, the weight, not 25 grams oh. of, of protein, right. you know, what she was looking for. So she probably had about, I don't even know. I'm guessing probably 75 grams of protein of turkey bacon where she actually, and it was funny. She was cool about it. She's like, Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed, you know? And it's kind of cool because you know, yeah. it's, it was the well, RP a, with uh, RP. There is guys. Yeah. And, the, and they all help each RP, other. There is know? a little bit of learning curve in, in, uh, in that to figure out exactly yeah. how you're supposed to be calculating your, your macros and stuff. For yes. sure. But once you get, once you got it, you know, yeah. That's why yeah. I'm a coach. Yeah. Show and you there's that stuff. You know, everybody wants to be online yeah. and just, you know, buy stuff off the internet. And then, you know, I mean, you're, you're taking chances when yeah. you're trusting yeah. yourself to learn a new program on your own. You know? Right. Right. Oh yeah. A lot of, a lot of people make mistakes. I'm trying to, trying to get some people in my gym to start a, uh, a 30 day or four week deal, uh, coming up here in about uh, two weeks. Um, you know, we'll see. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't get a huge, I, I see a lot of these gyms and I'm like, you know, they do these internal plays and they have like a hundred people sign up. And I'm like, man, I don't know. I must be doing something wrong because I don't get a huge turnout like that. I mean, I get some turnout, but well, I don't get a huge well, so turnout. Like, there's you know? different kinds of gyms, right? So like we're, we're the kind of gyms that I think, um, you know, people are a little bit more self-motivated to if that's a good word for yeah. it. Whereas um, some of these like boot camp type gyms, they um, th- those are people that you know just they need their hand held the whole time. You know, so what sure. do you got going on? You playing music in the car? No, man, I'm home. That's my uh, little one on a piano in the background. I'm just making a couple of decaf coffee. Nice. I'm gonna walk outside. Yeah. Super <laughs> nice outside. But anyway, yeah, so, so um, it's kind. I'm gonna do. Um, like a, I learned this a long time ago from somebody, um, you know, there's no holidays between New Year's and uh, St. Patrick's Day. So it's like a really good time to get your diet in order to, you know, limit or eliminate booze. Um, well, what about uh, what about uh, what about yeah, uh, well, Valentine's Day, bro? <laughs> that's my point. There's no holidays. There's no real holidays between now and St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> boxes of oh, chocolate well, dude, on, and yeah. over that. that's a hallmark holiday you know yeah i know, I so know. I, i'm not donna, yeah, yeah, yeah. donna is perfectly fine without getting any valentine's gift i'm just talking about the general well, population yeah. of people that yeah but that's one day you know, you know what i mean if, if that throws you off yeah yeah then, yeah you know then there's something wrong with you. you're you're looking yeah, for any but, kind of an excuse <laughs> today's today's personal trainer no, day man did you know that I didn't either. It was on the news. It's like today is National Personal Trainer uh, Man, day, day or some appreciation day. Of course, of course they do. Of course That's they crazy. do. <laughs> I don't. I don't yeah. know about all these holidays. This this holiday, this Christmas and to New Year's seemed like a long time this year. I guess because you know having the weekend and then Monday and Tuesday yeah. off, right? For everybody. Yeah. Not only that, it's. Not only that, it seems like it starts in September that all of a sudden you're seeing know, the decorations right? going out. How was your, your attendance through the holidays around. at the gym? 
Yeah. Oh, friggin' horrible, dude. There was classes that had nobody show up. Like I think an 8 a.m. class a couple times, nobody showed up. 4 p.m. nobody showed up because we run classes at 6 a.m., 7 yeah. a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m. And then we do a four, five, six, and seven p.m. class. But keep in mind, we have open gym all day long. We have open gym from six a.m. till one. We close from one to three, and then we're back open yeah. at three till eight. So you know we have open gym access. Um, but one thing I want to touch uh, touch on uh, that you were you just kind of kind of reminded me um, talking about different types of gyms and different types of cultures. I mean, I think uh, you know, like even with myself. You know, it almost seems like sometimes I run into a little bit of an identity crisis because, okay, let's just look, I'll just be blunt. You know, I get away from running the CrossFit brand anymore. You know, we're now the playground gym, Um, you know, and we kind of want to run, you know, we want to run some personal training. But at the same time, you know, our bread and butter is our group fitness. Right. So I'm kind of running into this identity crisis because I watch like. You know, like Stuart, you know, Stuart, I love watching his stuff, man. He's got a lot of great content and he's kind of changing things up. He doesn't even do back squats anymore, which I don't agree with that. But you know what? Right. He has his reasoning for it. And that's cool. You know, um, I'm not a hater at all. But now it's like, hey, you know, I can get just as much out of doing front squats as I can do doing back squats. Totally don't agree with that. But you know what? If it works for him, that's awesome. And I get it. You know, he's all looking for. He's all about the economy of space, you know, with my gym, I'm still doing a lot of strength cycles. We do a lot of, we do, we bench, we squat, we do overhead press and we do deadlifts, you know, that's just me, you know, I'm trying to figure out a way to maybe offer a class where they don't barbell work. And it's hard for me, man, you know, because that's not what I really believe in. But at the same time, I want to have a service. I want to provide a service that will attract maybe that orange theory type crowd or that F 45 type crowd, you know, boot camp style. And, uh, what I fight with, I fight with myself because I find myself kind of, you know, having like an identity crisis. Like, what are you? You're at a playground gym. Are you a boot camp? Are you a CrossFit gym? Are you a strength and conditioning facility? You know, what the fuck are you? You know, um, I've been in business for 11 years, going on 11 years. I know you started right before me, and you're at 11 years. Oh, seven, so we're going Uh, on 12. Yeah, going on 12, I'm going on 11. And the thing is, you know, what's worked for me? I mean, I have clients that have been with me since day one, man, you know, and they they like training. They like strength training, but at the same time, they like getting the conditioning pieces in because it's more like a feel-good thing, you know. It's like they get that endorphin rush at the same time. It develops their lung capacity. They feel good. You know, is it like because of that, that they're burning a shitload of fat? No, man. <laughs> Strength training is yeah. burning fat dudes, yeah. you know, and, 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 and like, believe it or not, low, low intensity, steady state cardio. That's what's burning body fat, guys. Well, you I know? have a thought process around this lately for the same reasons you mentioned about the identity crisis like what are you doing so you know coming from a Mm. you know original crossfit affiliate that type of programming where you know you're doing constantly varied so you've got barbells in it you've got high intensity Mm -hmm. you know short duration you've got uh longer duration you know you've got heavy days lighter days you've got days when you don't lift you got days when that's all you do is lift and uh, so mm-hmm. I think what ends up happening when you get into that place where you want to think about 
um, having different classes like your boot camp class or, mm-hmm. um, you know, like conditioning type class or a barbell or strength training type of program. The problem is it's hard to open those up when your group class, your CrossFit style group class has everything already in it. Why would somebody pay more yeah. to go to a conditioning class or a weightlifting or barbell class when they've, they're already getting it in their regular programming? So, you know, I right. think that may be the way to go is for your GPP, your group class is to, um, you know, like a lot of people say, you know, take the barbells out, right? Um, and then yeah. just do, you know, your shorter, you know, maybe use dumbbells, kettlebells, and then do a little bit longer, medium length uh, Metcons more often. So you kind of, and, and we yeah. know a friend of ours, um, Derek, right? He took barbells out of class, like on, on the sneak tip, right? And so nobody really noticed it for a while. And that's, that's how he was able to open up his barbell class, you know? So, because people yeah. know all of a sudden they miss it. Right. So, yeah, I think, I think that may be the problem yeah. with the typical GPP class. If you're trying to expand to boot camp type or, you know, weightlifting or strength and conditioning type separate programming is that you're already offering yeah. it all the time in your particular class. Why would somebody, yeah. you know, take the time and, and maybe extra money to, to do that too, when they're already getting. So, right. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to, like, I'm in the process of getting some TVs in there, um, additional TVs, and I want to dedicate one TV to my zone so they can actually see their heart rate. Uh, they can wear a monitor. They can, ooh, man, almost broke this damn chair. Uh, <laughs> got a plastic chair in my back patio that the sun just... <laughs> Seems to be beaten up, and it almost I almost turned to brittle when I sat my ass on it, man. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I'm trying to figure that out. I got a I got a uh, a newer coach. Um, he comes from a, uh, a martial arts background, uh, and he also uh, or kickboxing cardio, and he does uh, a lot of boot camp style training. Um, it's kind of fun to watch him transition into kind of teaching my regular classes because. You know, he, he's got a lot of serves, and, uh, but he's got to learn uh, to teach yeah. the barbell movements. He has a very difficult time with that because, you know, he, 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 hasn't, he doesn't have a lot of experience with it. But what I like about him is he's willing to learn. I taught a clinic uh, about three, four weeks ago, and he was the first one to sign up. He wanted to be involved in that clinic because right. he wants to learn. And, but my members, they see that, man. And some of them are like, oh, you know, I have a difficult time. Uh, going to so-and-so's class because I just don't feel like he's very uh, up to up to par on teaching some of the standards. And I'm like, and I'm like, listen, you know, to this person, I'm like, listen, you're a competitive athlete, you know? Yeah. uh, We do want you to have a coach eyes on you, but a lot of times your standards are already there. You, you got to kind of like use your common sense if you're fatiguing to kind of slow down i mean he's obviously going to be able to see if you're going to shit and he's going to tell you but uh you know keep in mind you know um they're not you're not going to have like a one-on-one coach sitting there standing standing over you the whole entire time unless you're paying for a personal trainer or if you're being judged in a competition that's going to hold you 100 percent to the standards so you know you got to always remember that too that starts Um, with your culture how you bring people not just members, but yeah. also how you bring coaches into the gym, you know? So like having, right. um, and I mean, that's, you know, that's everybody's problem, right? You need coaches and like you're, you, you're willing sure. to kind of give them some OJT and then they're not really 
all the way 100% up to speed. And then, then you got members who are like, you know, they they don't – if you try to coach them, they don't want to be coached. But the minute you put a new coach in there, they start bitching oh, about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's human nature. But what I'm saying is with this guy, you know, he's even willing to come in at 5 a.m., so I'm thinking, you know what, maybe I can do a 5 a.m. class three days a week. Send him the, the Ripitone. You know, because send I'm the Ripitone. <laughs> yeah, I've had a I've had a lot of uh, uh, clients in the past or potential clients walk in and they wanted a 5 a.m. class. And I'm like, no way. No, I'm not doing a 5 a.m. class because the thing is, like, if something happens, if this guy leaves yeah. or if he gets sick or if he Who's goes on vacation, who's going to teach who's going to teach right. that 5 a.m. class? It's going to have right. to be me, right. <laughs> you know. And uh, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm just, you know, maybe maybe put it in a contract or make it very clear. Like, listen, keep in mind, we're going to offer 5 a.m. class. But if for some reason, you know, so-and-so goes on vacation or he gets sick or he's no longer with us, then we're taking that 5 a.m. class off the yeah. venue. Well, that's and, like, you know, but you always have that in the contract anyway. Yeah, you have the right uh, yeah, hours and yeah, stuff like that. Or your contract and policies have to yeah. say that you reserve the right to add or Absolutely. cancel programs and classes. Yeah, no matter what, they're going to get butt hurt. But you know what? Well, but it the, is the what way it to is. mitigate that, you know? though, is, you know, like, especially these new gyms, right? They open up on day one with, like, maybe the owner and, or, you know, maybe another coach or a partner, and they immediately want to put 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 12, you know, they have, they have, like, you know, nine classes a day from Jump Street, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And then, so we've always been on the half hour. And uh, years ago, I added a 4.30 p.m., right? We had the typical, you know, um, 5.30, 6.30, 7.30 type thing going mm-hmm. way back. And then had a group of people that came to the gym that worked in the complex near us. And they were like, hey, can we do 4.30? So that actually turned out to be now, that's like our biggest class. Nice. And I'm like, Where, how are you people not still at work at 4.30? You know? Yeah, I know, right? It's crazy. It's but, insane. But yeah, yeah so, so you never know. I mean, your demographic, the area that you work in. Yeah. What do you got going on there, man? You making cappuccino? <laughs> the pool guys in the background filling my pool with uh, chlorine. <laughs> Live, <laughs> raw and uncut, buddy. Raw and undercut. Yeah, he's 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 only going to be here two seconds. So um, now, that, when you're talking about, we were just kind of talking about program. I don't know if you're looking on that the CrossFit affiliate owners thing. Uh, somebody put a, a question up there about what type of programming do you do? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the typical uh, constantly varied, or are you doing strength and Metcon? Yeah, I've seen so, that. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? Well, um, I think if you're somebody that clicked on one of those things, I don't know, man. I don't want to be critical, but I, that's my shit, man. I'm all about the programming, and I know you you tell me I'm crazy because I spend a lot of time, but that's it, man. I mean, I, that's why, like, even when I talk to uh, Nathan about doing the uh, – uh, level method and he he sees what i do and he you know we talked and he says you know what i don't think you're a good candidate for this and i'm like you know and, and i'm and like man, i really like it but i agree you know it's i don't think it would work for me because i can't let it go i even used jj for a while with uh thrivesty yeah we and do I, I, use it. I think i think jj's awesome man i yeah. think his program is awesome but i'm gonna and it's funny because some dude got blasted on the affiliate owners page because 
you know, the guy was kind of a douche the way he responded. Like, you know, you're just lazy if you're not doing it on your own program. And I don't agree with that either. You know, there's, there's nothing wrong with hiring out or subbing out someone to do your program design for your gym. As long as they're aware of, you know, what your, uh, you know, what your culture is and what your gym members are kind of like or what your goals are. Like when I did uh, JJ's, you know, what I found is um, I started kind of changing up a lot of stuff, like what he was doing. Like I followed it, for, I don't know, like two months and I really liked what he was doing. But it, it honestly, I just kind of felt like I was just kind of changing too much stuff up because I didn't have some of the equipment that I needed. Like he, he liked doing a lot of dumbbell stuff. And at the time I didn't have enough dumbbells. Right. So, you know, we would change it up to kettlebells or whatever, or barbell work. And he did a seven day a week program. Right. Um, and some days, you know, I'm not running a seven day a week gym. I mean, I'm closed on Sundays. Right. And a lot of times people ain't getting there on Saturday or Saturday is like a big group. So I kind of started tweaking it around a little bit and then, and then it got to the point where I was like, you know what, I just, I, I feel like I just need to kind of do this on my own. And, you know, I did a lot of, uh, I, I got so many certs, dude. I went to everyone you could possibly think of just to kind of learn different, you know, techniques and different methods. And I think the best one, the best search that I did as far as program design was obviously OPEX. You know, I took all his stuff. And I learned a lot about, uh, you know, some people will criticize this, but I definitely learned a lot about energy systems training, and it is a real thing. You know, you need right. to do different types of uh, work-to-rest ratios and well, stuff well, like that. Well, so, so that you, if anybody disagrees with that, all you have to do is have them think back to the first time they tried to do something outside their wheelhouse, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, every gym owner and coach has probably had that big, muscle bound guy who comes in and you throw like a four minute Metcon at him and he's toast completely wasted. Oh yeah. But he can lift every plate you have in the gym and vice versa. Yeah. yeah. The cardio Queens that come in yeah. and the minute you have them grab anything more than 10 pounds, it totally smokes them. That's energy systems, right? You're not yeah. adapted to the type of work you're trying to accomplish. And so yeah. if you, if your purpose is to be constantly varied, right? Well-rounded, you know, 10 components of fitness, all that stuff. Well, you better be, paying attention to energy systems. If you're a swimmer and you have one sport or you're an Olympic weightlifter or you're a power lifter, mm -hmm. uh, you know, then maybe you don't have to pay much attention to that. Right. 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 So, so um, getting back to what I was saying, you know, uh, as far as uh, outs outsourcing programming, I, I chose not to um, because that's what I really, I kind of enjoy doing it. And uh, I don't just uh, do my general population program design. I, I do remote coaching for, um, you know, some, some master's games. Uh, uh, one, Carrie uh, Napoli has been at the games the last two years. I program for her. I got a couple other on board that I've been programming for that have a really good shot at making it to the games. And uh, I do powerlifting program design, Olympic weightlifting program design, um, also, you know, like I, I kind of use a, a combination of a lot of different, uh, ideas as far as, uh, PT first in my gym. I like to try to get people to do a 10 or a 20 package before they join the group. Although it's not mandatory, but what is mandatory is they do too. And then I do custom program design for people that just want to come in and utilize my facility. Right. And they're looking for different, you know, some people want to do, they want to bodybuild, they want to do power building, they want to do 
uh, some functional bodybuilding type training. You know, they, they want to just look good. They don't want to do CrossFit type stuff hit every day. They don't want to smoke their lungs every day. They'd rather, you know, just focus on getting stronger and getting more muscular. And, well, you know, I have the advantage there because I have a bunch of machines in my gym. I got a 10,000 square foot facility. So, you know, I have that advantage as well. Well, when, um, you, when you talk about, though, when you talk about, you know, whether, I mean, that's what we were talking about is programming yourself for your clients or, yeah. um, you know, farming it out. I think right there you hit the nail on the head. And, you know, like you said, oh, I, I, I bust your chops about trying to do everything. Maybe maybe if you just leave the GPP to someone else and then because, I mean, that, that's my philosophy is like GPP is GPP. If you're talking about average people, almost anything they do is going to get them fit. You just got to keep progressing them, keep them engaged and not hurt them. Right. <laughs> Craziness. Yeah. I think and the then, biggest thing is you got to keep them from overtraining is right. what it comes down to. And then when you, when you start talking reaching. about people that want to specialize in some way, mm-hmm. or if you want to have specialty classes, then that's where you can probably, you know, a lot of your energy can go into programming for those people, you know? Yeah. Cause GPB, the, my, my, fly, I mean, I've seen it. We've run every kind of type of thing all the way from, I know you joke about it. We, we haven't done it since 2009 main site, but when yeah. we started, we did like everybody else, we did main site, right? And, yeah. Yeah. You know, nothing wrong with that. And, and so every other, every style, you know, strength first, strength bias, or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Um, honestly, for 90% of the people, that's all they need. And it really yeah. doesn't matter in the end, as long as you keep them safe, you progress them and you have some way to progress them forward mm-hmm. so that they don't get into a rut. And, and then also that is well-rounded enough so that they're getting, you know, basically what they want. If they want to specialize or if they want to, you know, focus on cardio or conditioning or running or weightlifting, then, then that's when I, I, that's when I think I would, because that's how I do it too. I'll program yeah. people that are on their own programs, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So, so here's the deal. Like I was uh, saying, you know, when people are just clicking on one specific thing, like there should be a rotation, like you should go through strength cycles, no matter what. I mean, I really do believe in that, like, but it shouldn't be like you're doing strength cycles all the time, you know? Um, You know, so mixing it up is kind of good as well. Um, And that's what we kind of do. But I will say that we're a very strength biased program, even for our general population. And that's what seems to attract a lot of my members. Now, now, I do get Orange Theory people that come in, and, uh, and I'm just saying Orange Theory, like uh, boot camp style or Orange Theory people. And by the way, I'm not, I'm not digging on or I'm not saying there's anything wrong with Orange Theory. It's a great program. It's just missing strength training. Like if you did some strength training in Orange Theory, perfect. That's great. Yeah. You know? uh, but what seems to be happening is we're getting a lot of people that are kind of bored with it and are coming in and are checking us out. And, you know, it's, it's a total different type of program. So – when I tell them, listen, we got to teach you the movements first. We don't just uh, throw you to the wolves. And I always use this as a, you know, a, you know, a kind of like, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I try to compare it to this. Like, if you decided, hey, I want to skydive, okay? Are you just going to go, like, to a place that does skydiving and they're going to hand you a parachute and throw you out the freaking door? No, yeah. man. No, you got to do a tandem jump at least a few times. So you kind of have somebody showing you what to do and making sure that you're going to pull the, pull the cord before you hit the ground. And, and uh, I try to use that and it actually kind of sinks in with a lot of people. And you're like, you know what? It makes sense. And even people that have a little bit of experience are like, Oh, I know how to do all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, but you know what? It's been a while or we may be able to show you something a little bit different that might work a little bit better for you. And then it's usually easy to sell people. And it's, I'd be, you'd be surprised. Like these gyms would be totally surprised how many times people would actually do 
like 10 or 20 sessions of one-on-one with them. Oh yeah. If they just said to them. Yeah. All you got to do is say, listen, listen, you're going to be a little bit more advanced if you do like 10 or 20 sessions with me. And you're going to be so much more advanced than a lot of people in the group because a lot of people don't take advantage of that service. And a lot of times they're like, oh, you know what? Yeah, let me do that. Well, you know? here's, the, here's the other here's the other reason, I think, for it, too, right, is like you can sell somebody skydiving, right? You can sell somebody on, look, we got to train you before we just throw you out of a plane. Mm-hmm. Um, the fitness industry over the last you know, 50 years has been dumbing down fitness, right? They've been dumbing it down. Um, I mean, just think of the late night infomercial ads and, you know, people just saying, hey, just eat less and exercise. You know, they've been we've been yeah. dumbing it down. So when you get somebody in the gym where we're actually trying to be a school of fitness and, you know, like we were talking about earlier, teaching people proper movement mechanics and energy systems and all these things so that they can manage their own fitness with us. Mm-hmm. Um, this dumbing down process, it's starting to turn around where I think more and more people are starting to realize, hey, there's a lot more to fitness than just getting tired and sweaty. Yeah. And if I want to maximize the, my effort, my money, and my time, then I should probably get a coach. I just heard an ad, um, 24-Hour Fitness, right? The chain. You have them mm-hmm. down there in, in Portland? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay, all over so the place. We do too. So I heard an ad on the radio, um, 24-Hour Fitness, right? Picture mm-hmm. that, Jim. They're now in their ads, their New Year ads, are offering uh, – private coaching um, or just coaching coached um, what are they calling team training which is group classes so mm-hmm. now you've got like the typical you know no supervision 18 year old girl at the front desk checking your membership card mm-hmm. now, they're, now they're trying to reach into the coaching and the team like, group classes yeah crossfit I, dude I yeah, the market yeah. is shifting there people are starting to realize that you know, there's a lot more to this and if you get a coach you're going to be better off so I'd say about two, maybe it might even be longer now, about three years ago, uh, 24-hour fitness, uh, they decided that they are going to start doing CrossFit-type training. So they did get medicine balls. They did get box jumps. They did get uh, uh, kettlebells. You know, and, um, you know, they actually have some pretty decent outfitted uh, gyms. And, um, you know, granted, they're not teaching. So if they're starting to do that now, you know, I don't know if they're, how much they're charging. I'm sure it's super, super cheap because they're all about the numbers. But uh, I know uh, one of the head trainers over at one of the places down by me, I guess at one point they actually pulled all the boxes out, the plyo boxes out, because people were actually getting hurt. <laughs> well, yeah, because <laughs> you know, nobody's teaching them what to do. And all of a sudden they're trying to jump up on one of those metal boxes that right. you hit your shins on that, man. You're going to feel it. You know? Oh, no, yeah. I mean, yeah. Wood box, you're gonna tear yourself. Yeah. Never mind those yeah. metal. You know the metal yeah. You can get your feet stuff. caught underneath them things when you're jumping, man. You're talking about <laughs> yeah. the stackable metal. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah they're they're those things like, are yeah. There's shin. That's that's the number one injury we get. It's rare, yeah, but that's yeah. the number one injury we get. You know, yeah. someone always tries to bite off a little more than they yeah. do when they <laughs> scrape their shin. You know, we used to get. Uh, I used to do a lot of sprints. So the hamstring was like the number one injury for us. Any day we did sprint day, somebody would yeah. pull a hammy. And it, no matter what, dude, I swear I would jump up and down and scream, don't go all out. On blah, your first blah, blah, couple blah. sprints, right. And usually they, they listen, and then all of a sudden you get three idiots that line up, and it turns into a freaking race. And every stinking time somebody, somebody smokes their hamstring. And even if they don't smoke their hamstring, they're so, so freaking sore for like three, four days afterwards. Cause now they're, you know, they're not used to sprints that elongating movement that now they're so smoked and they're so sore. They can't even get back in the gym. Yeah. You know? Well, how about, how about that famous CrossFit workout from back in the day? 400 meters walking lunges. Uh, <laughs> 
I mean, yeah. we laugh about uh, main site programming, but that was yeah. actually a thing. Yeah. It showed up regularly back, you know, 06, 07. Yeah. 08, it showed up regularly. And man, you'd have your gym would be empty for the next. <laughs> it's freaking horrible. It's horrible. Oh, it's horrible. Man, you, throw, <laughs> you throw lunges in, like overhead lunges or any of that. Man, people are they're beat up. You know, they're freaking beat up. But yeah, well, that's, I mean, like we were talking about before, you know, start, you know, how we bring coaches in and how we bring members in mm-hmm. and then, you know, doing PT first model, it mm-hmm. gives you an opportunity to kind of get this across to people in, in some way and also kind of assess where they are and then give them. Yeah. And that's why I like the level method. We, uh, I mean, we've always had, you know, basically we use the movement hierarchy. So, mm-hmm. you know, if, if um, you know, if you can't overhead squat, if it's overhead squat day and you, and you shouldn't be overhead squatting for whatever reason, then yeah. you should back squat. And if you can't back squat, you should front squat. And then if you can't do the barbell for whatever reason, then you should do it with dumbbells. And then we'll bring you all yeah. the way down to yeah. air squats or squats to a box if you need to. And so, but yeah, bringing, having some kind of culture to bring people in where, and, you know, educating them on this stuff so they don't do stupid shit yeah. like that when you're, when you turn your back on them. I mean, it's, you're never going to fix everything, but. All right seen a big difference you know over the years from that back in the day you know just hey everybody just do whatever here's the workout what the hell mm-hmm. right and then yeah 400 meter yeah. walking lunges and now oh man yeah I, that's how we all started i remember that i mean i was going to gold's gym i'd pull up the workout of the day and be like okay what's this three bars of death linda shit all yeah. right let's try this you know exactly. let's this fran or yeah fran but uh i think cindy Cindy like kept coming up over and over and I kept doing Cindy and yeah. you know, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Well, but yeah, getting, getting back to what we were saying about uh, identity crisis and changing things up and offering like different types of programming uh, to get a bigger uh, group of people to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get Derek Fay on here. Um, he uh, had a CrossFit riot out in the uh, San Jose area, I believe. No, he's, sorry, it's Laguna Beach, I think. Oh, look, no, shit. Yeah, yeah, he was north, like it was somewhere right around. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't know. Orange County. I try to stay the hell out of California, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was in Orange County. Well, I'm trying to remember where I was. He picked me up. He actually picked me up and gave me a ride because uh, I was out there for the grid. When I was no, I'm telling you, cooking. he's in Orange. He's in Orange County, Laguna Beach. Yeah, I can't. Uh, uh, shit, it was on the tip of my tongue, and you messed me up by saying Laguna Beach. It's not Laguna Beach; it's another oh, name. Brea. But you're Brea. Brea, Brie, Brie, or whatever. Brea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All sense. right. So anyway, um, Derek, good friend, great dude. Uh, I think he's uh, he shut down shop. He actually stopped. He actually got rid of his affiliate, and um, I know he at one time was taking the barbell out of uh, the workouts, and I guess he kind of told me, I, we got to get him on because I want to talk. I want I want him to talk about it because I'm sure he won't have a problem with it. Well, we have uh, just him on his experience. The, we had him on a couple months ago. I know, but he's, he has since year. shut down his gym. Right. Yeah, it was last yeah, since year. He's then, since yeah, shut yeah, down right. his gym. But I know I want to see what the experience was, what happened. You know, he, I know he took the barbell out, and some people were bitching about it, but most people were okay with it. I know he lost a few people when he de-affiliated. Um, and I just wanted to see what his experience was because he was trying to, you know, follow a certain, uh, method and just trying to fill his gym up with regular people and pay a little bit more money, raise his rates, stuff like that. Um, I don't think, I, I mean, I think he could have still kept plugging along with his gym. I think the reason why he shut down is because he's pursuing a career in law enforcement or something like that. And he's just so sick of the grind, which I don't blame him. Right. You know, I, I chatted with him. I chatted with him. Not, yeah, of course it is, man. It's a stressful. He's got kids. He's got, you know, 
I mean, it's it's not easy, dude. I mean, you know that. You know, I mean, everybody knows that. This in the gym business. Well, they right? should. If you've been around yeah. long enough, you'll figure. Yeah. And you know that's another thing. Like if you're still in business, man, congratulations. I mean, this is not an easy business to be in, because um, you know micro gyms are frick, bro. There's so many different options now out there, you know. And you know it was. It seemed like it was a little easier to get people in the door. And now it's more and more difficult, even running all these Facebook ads and Instagram ads and stuff like that. You know, yeah. I mean, the cost per the lead cost was so much cheaper. Now it's like shit. You'll pay twenty dollars to get leads and you'd be lucky if half of them show up no matter how much you nurture them i don't yeah. give a shit well, i don't care are, if you are you running ads now are you running any i'm ads running now? i'm running some ads now i'm getting some uh i'm getting actually cheap leads but i'm only doing uh the lead ads i'm not doing it where it's conversions you know they just basically fill out their name yeah. name phone number it's... and uh email on facebook so well, the thing yeah the thing about that 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 is potentially beneficial is that you keep people on Facebook. So number yeah. one, so Facebook is going to reward you for that. Yeah. Secondary. It seems like it. Secondary seems like for it. that, it doesn't take them somewhere else where they have to keep making click decisions. Yeah. And so, that's when your lead cost goes through the roof. Right. Yeah. But have you heard the, um, now you can do automated placement or um, automated, tar- uh, uh, what's it? It's budget optimization. That's yeah. This, right. Yeah. So uh, we were just on our group. We were talking to, you'll see it. Um, somebody's running the ads and they, uh, they're doing the uh, automated budgeting. Yeah. They went from $20 leads to about $5 leads. So that might be, if anybody's listening out there and you're running Facebook yeah. ads, you ought to experiment with that. And I know Stuart, uh, Stu, what the fuck Jim talk had a, uh, he had a, a video about, uh, Facebook targeting and ads and stuff like that just the other day. So that's, you know, yeah, here's, dude, here's, here's the thing. I'm, I just put a post up to, I'm like, I'm scrolling through Instagram mm-hmm. and Facebook and I'm seeing Facebook ads and Instagram ads from gyms, CrossFit gyms that are in California, Chicago. Oh, that's crazy. Texas. Yeah. I'm like, what yeah, are you doing? You know, that's not making any sense. No, now, now, now I'm seeing a guy from Fort Lauderdale, which is, he's gotta oh, be, yeah, he's, he's got he's he's you know like Fort Lauderdale ain't that far, but there ain't people. No, there's nobody here is going to drive to a gym at Fort Lauderdale. There's, it's just not going to happen where he's at anyway. It's all the way out east because of the traffic over well, here. Well, you definitely want to be less than ten miles. Usually, I'm I'm usually running like six. I yeah, do six. Five, you know? between, yeah, five yeah. to seven is probably yeah. about the right thing. Most uh, of the time, I try to go after women because men. Yeah. You know, not all the time. I might do a men only. You know, but most of the time it's women. Right. Um, Right. Well, you're right. gonna, yeah, you're generally gonna get better conversions with women. Yeah. From ads, for um, the most part, unless, unless you're running a special, you know, men targeted type ad. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I think um, I, I pull, I pulled my ads. You know, I just offered a free um, nutrition ebook. You know, yeah. Download to capture uh, info, and then just bumped up the uh, native posts just to keep, you know people seeing us in their feed yeah, yeah. and uh, everybody else said, Oh, and the, you know, you gotta be running ads now during the holidays to get people in. I was like, I've yeah, been no. doing this for a while. Yeah. You know, we don't get a, we don't in. get a shitload of people. No, you're not. This is not the type of gym where new year's resolutions are going to do nope. it for you. No, nope. those are yeah. over the years. LA fitness, 24 hour fitness, because people want a very low, uh, low price point because they and know that most, yeah. most likely they're not going to stick with it. Cause they know, and they know it too. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. It's right? just a good, a feel good thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. But they're not going to like our, I, I've noticed um, in our space right around uh, April, 
is when it really spikes up. And maybe yeah. that's because we're in Florida for beach season, or maybe that's, yeah. who knows. Could be. Know, you know, but uh, Could be. I've noticed it spike up during then. Cool. So what else is going on? Anything? No, that's it, man. Just plugging along. I, I, I actually hired a operations manager. Well, he's, he's kind of more like sales guy, but, uh, you know, I think my biggest fail is uh, I just never really, you know, I joined up launch and up launch has been pretty cool. I, I have to finish really uh, setting it up a hundred percent. Yeah. But um, you definitely it's, do. it's been pretty good for, you know, doing these uh, lead nurturing campaigns, even like ex members and stuff like that, sending out these, you know, once a month, sending out a, a an email, just you know, saying well, hey, I haven't yeah. heard from you, or That's, you know, it's up launch is the long game. Yeah. You know? So like, um, you know, Danny's helping me. She's doing most of it, and like, she's really on top of it. So my whole intention with it um, is like, if I, it's kind of like you know, hey, if you'd have started training a year ago, think about what shape you'd be in right now, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the same idea that. Um, you know, think about all the leads you lost in the past or, you know, go back, quit your gym or whatever that you've yeah. gotten back if you stay in yeah. contact with them over time. So Uplaunch is awesome. And, yeah. and its functionality gets better and better every day, as well as, you know, everything that you're capable of doing. It's pretty simple yeah. to use, but I'm in Uplaunch for the long game. Yeah. I yeah. want it to pay off a year from now. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, no, obviously it's... you're going to get, I've already had um, by sending out the emails to, you know, lost clients. Yeah, I've already had a couple of them come back, so yeah, it's probably. I don't, I don't, already. I don't think I've had anybody come back yet, but I definitely got a lot of bites, a lot of nibbles. You yeah, know? well, so, I mean, you know, you like think the, in today's world, man, people's attention spans are like thirty seconds. Right? Yeah, and you know, we're we're both the same way, old school, right? Where we don't want to be looking like um, what do you call it, like spammers or like cheesy yeah. salespeople or whatever. right, right, yeah, but. but <laughs> But I'm telling no, you, that's, 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 that's the only that's, thing that works. That's gym launch, not up launch, bro. <laughs> right. No, no, no. I know. But I mean, it's still, well, that's, that's my point is that up launch yeah. is not that, right? Yeah, I know. But, uh, it's you know, a happy we, medium. But we've been resistant to, you know, the before and after pictures, yeah. the, you know, yeah. the uh, constant, you know, calling people 10 times a day like a used car yeah. salesman. I mean, yeah. like we're resistant to that. Um, yeah. But, just Keep calling until they tell you to up. fuck yeah. off, basically. You know? Right. But the reality is you kind of have to do that now because of mm-hmm. you're fighting for attention in the in the marketplace, mm-hmm. whether that's social media or like you said, you know, all these other, you know, micro gym type yeah. things opening up. So you're ultimately that's I think the deal is you're fighting for attention. So yeah. the more attention you can get. And if that means sending somebody an email, you know, once every two or three weeks uh, automated, I'm OK with that. If I had to yeah. do it manually it would never happen what are they saying like 20 percent of the people actually even open them anyway you know that's why i'm actually trying to well, think yeah. uh no if you're what, at, what is this like i see something. i see the i see the facebook facebook messenger seems to be like the new you know way to communicate or way to send oh, out you mean, you mean like with the bots the yeah i guess i guess well, i don't know yeah there's many chats so yeah like you know and that's what you're talking about with lead ads i guess yeah um, i guess you're keeping well no even no even even money. even like uh yeah yeah i guess like even like a uh, campaign like not not only that but like you know just all these people that actually signed up you know sending them personal messages through facebook messenger you oh. know instead of sending out instead of sending out an email drip campaign send out a facebook messenger drip campaign you know yeah. well not everybody's on messengers or yeah so 
Um, the way that right now, I think the best, you know, obviously text performs. Texting, great, yeah. SMS performs. But you know what, dude? I had Scipio, and even that that shit didn't work that well for me at all, man. Well, yeah. but I mean, I'm, I'm talking about your lead nurture over time yeah. and your yeah. um, member engagement over time and your lost members type campaigns. Then, you know, just people, I think, appreciate getting a text real quick and they can either look yeah. at it or not. But it's like the thought yeah. count. It's, it's kind of like that. You know, that's how you're getting their attention. Yeah. Yeah. Emails are if you have a 30 percent, 40 percent open rate on your emails, you're doing pretty good. Yeah. So, it's it's usually like 20. You know, right. Well, yeah, that's that, what I noticed. You know what, like Stuart was talking about, it, and I actually have it for coaches. We haven't we haven't really used it very well, but uh, is workplace Facebook workplace. Yeah. So it's kind of like uh, it's your internal uh, thing. So you can set up a group on workplace for your members. Yeah. Yeah. And so now it's it it looks and feels exactly like Facebook, but it's totally, yeah, it's totally private. So right, right, that's something worth looking into. So. Cool, man. All, All right, right, listen, we're at like 52 minutes, and we always want to try to keep this under an hour. So, yep. perfect. Um, got just wanted to. Today. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I said, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna get in touch with, uh, you know, Derek. See if he's around, and maybe we got a couple other people that want to jump on and kind you of shoot, tease any of them. Shoot the shit. <laughs> you want to tease? Drop any names? Nah, let's let's go. wait. I don't want to put him okay. on the spot, man, because uh, I know people are busy and. Right, we've hey, had we've had a lot of great listen man we had some good people on this oh yeah you know? if you're if someone's listening to this right now for the first time you need to go back and listen to some of the old ones i still want to try to get greg on here man oh yeah we're gonna do it man. You know? yeah just gotta it. keep just keep bugging him he'll uh he'll finally i'll he'll send, finally uh, get on. i'll send i'll send russ <laughs> a green a text of, <laughs> he's, he's only i think he's only on twitter oh yeah yeah. What's he? Uh, what is he up to? I. I um, well, you know, he's doing. You know, the he's the big. He's the only Russ now, so he's like the yeah. CrossFit spokesman. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The anti anti soda anti sugar guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anti regulation guy. So like he's. I didn't realize like he's been around for as long as he's been around, like competing even in the original CrossFit Games, I guess, or whatever. I didn't realize yeah, like, he was there. Yeah, two thousand seven. Yeah, I didn't know that. It was kind of funny. I guess he was up at the. Uh, well, obviously he was up there when I was up at the games. I didn't. I don't. I didn't get to meet him, but I was hanging out with Greg for a little while. That was pretty cool. Just chatting with him. Yeah, so we'll hit him up. Maybe we can. Maybe we could do that. So yeah, always interesting to hear. Tough. You know, I like the guy. Cool. It's cool. All right. Oh yeah. Cool. Definitely. All right. Well, thanks everybody, we'll see you later, Steve. All right. Take care, brother. Have a good day. Out. Bye. <laughs>